0: Hello, everybody. Have you ever volunteered for something that seemed like a good idea at the time? (laughs) But uh, the day Steve asked me to do this, uh, uh, Sean uh, led us in a song, and uh, I thought, uh, it was was the first time I heard that song, Uh, it was pretty special that day, his second verse is, have you ever stood at the sunset with the sky mellowing red, seen the clouds suspended like feathers? Then I say you've seen Jesus, my Lord. Uh, the refrain is, uh, "Have you seen Jesus, my Lord?" He is—he's here in plain view. Take a look. Open your eyes. He'll show it to you. He'll show it to you. And uh, that was real special that day and uh, there's a lot of special times in this building and uh, I guess uh, originally what I was going to talk about was how this building is uh, a place of worship to me and how everybody in it is uh, uh, so special makes up that uh, that church that we call Sunshine and uh, you know where I come from There's a saying, uh, it's called uh, attraction rather than promotion. And uh, when I met John uh, at Kindred Spirits, we worked together. Uh, He would bring the boys uh, to church here every week. Uh, And then at night, uh, Terry would pick them up and bring them back to church. And uh, I tell you, that was attraction. Um, I didn't start attending this church right away, but uh, those little seeds were planted, and uh, I'm awful grateful for that today. Um, We had a client that uh, came back uh, for a return visit to treatment, and uh, he said, I really like that church. You can tell by the people's faces that they believe in God, and I think that's very true. And uh, sometimes I just look around and uh, look at the various faces because you guys have such a glow, and uh, it's apparent to me that you all believe in God. I feel closer to God in this building uh, than I really do anywhere else and uh, I'm grateful for that. Um, Over a year ago, Steve uh, passed out these, uh, I don't know, these yellow slips, and uh, I put a name uh, on the front of this uh, paper of a friend that had relapsed, and uh, I think he told us to tuck this away and uh, pray for this person for a year. Well, today, this person that's on my list has uh, one year clean time. Amen. That's right. So, uh, on the front of this uh, paper is uh, some greetings. Uh, says, Brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for the uh, Israelites is that that uh, that they must be saved. Um, it also says, uh, "Whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me, so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. Uh, pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should." And uh, uh says, uh, "And pray for us too, that God may open a door for our message, so that we may uh, proclaim the mystery of God of Christ, for which I am in chains. Uh, pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should." So that's another another gift that uh, this church has given me. And uh, you know. Uh, I guess I was uh, going to tell you a little bit about how I got here. Um, as you as I already said, I met John and uh finally uh I uh brought the uh the men at that time to uh an Easter Sunday service here and uh that really touched me and and uh I went back and And wrote notes on what was said here. And uh, then I started coming and visiting this church. Uh, um, I uh, lived together with the same woman for 20-some years before I was married. And uh, um, I had my, uh, well, we had our wedding in this church. Um, I wasn't a member of this church at the time. Um, I asked Steve to say our wedding, and uh, he said he'd pray about it. And uh, he came back and said he had a vision that uh, someday she and I would be members of this parish. Um, I said the word parish, so you might know what uh, my background of religion is. (laughs) Uh, I was born and raised uh, Catholic. Uh, I never felt uh, you know, a real connection um, to God when I was growing up. And when I made that, uh, you know, when I started becoming in my later teens, um, I started making the decision of not attending church. And uh, the further I got away from God... Uh, is where my life started taking a downward spiral. Um, I found alcohol and drugs, and uh, it was my God. It was my higher power. And, uh, you know, I struggled uh, through addiction for 15 years. And, uh, you know, I'm clean and sober today, and, you know, I have a lot of gratitude for that. Um, The program that I belong to uh, takes this whole month and calls it uh, gratitude. So, uh, you know, I've learned to be grateful for the gift that God has given me. And he also, I think uh, God also wants me uh, to say that to people in case somebody else is suffering too, that they know that they can come to me uh... with that problem and uh... for that i'm truly grateful also but anyhow i was married in this church in this church building i wasn't a member i became a member later on i said john i don't think i can do that whole uh... getting up here in front of all you people and uh... getting dunked in that pool back there and uh... so uh... it was a wednesday uh... afternoon And uh, Steve and John and Tom uh, met me here. And uh, I thought that was great that people would take time out of their day to to, uh, baptize me into this church. So uh, that's another thing that happened in this church building. Uh, I lost my job. And uh, where did I come? To this church building. And, uh, John come up and talked to me that Sunday and asked me how I was doing, and I was doing terrible. (laughs) It was awful. It was the worst thing I ever went through. And, uh, after he walked away, I walked away, I, I broke down, uh, in one of those chairs over there. Um, you know, it was, uh, I was staying, trying to stay as strong as I could for my family. And, uh. I knew it was going to be OK. I knew that uh, I knew that God had a plan. Uh, it' was just I was hurting real deeply at the time. So uh, I came to this building, and you people were here. And uh, you know, I praise God. thank God for that. Um, I was real fortunate a friend of mine hired me right away not in the field that I wanted to you know pursue but uh, I was employed and uh, I was looking for a job I told John one Sunday that I was ready I was ready to have a job and uh, you know I gave it all to God this whole thing and I'm ready for a job and uh, then I realized that what was I doing but I was still trying to control. I was actually telling God that, uh, hey, okay, I'm ready for a job now. (laughs) And it wasn't until uh, it wasn't until that I uh, well, that that light bulb moment went off and said, you know, hey, you know, you got to give the whole thing to him. And, uh, you know, I think I did that and About a week later, uh, a job in my field popped up. So that's another thing that happened in this building. And uh, I also uh, open up a 12-step recovery meeting here on Tuesday nights. Sometimes uh, myself and a couple of my sponsees uh, sneak uh, inside the church and say couple of prayers. And, uh, I feel real close to God when that happens. I really, uh, cherish that. So if you're ever driving by and you see one of the church lights come on on Wednesday night, it's, uh, me sneaking in to say a prayer. Um, you know, I, I've, I, uh, God has blessed me with, uh, a family. Uh, I wasn't the best uh, stepfather, uh, but he also blessed me with some grandchildren, and, uh, you know, th- four of them have uh, grown up in our household, and uh, that's, that's another blessing that I have. I'm not the, uh, probably never be the perfect uh, grandparent, but uh, I think it's our responsibility to uh, try to teach uh, our family about God and uh, I've tried to do that they're not here today but uh, you know they may come along they were here once they might come again and uh, they go to a lot of the functions uh, a lot of the campouts, and and youth things so uh, you know I'm grateful that I think they know about God I think they're old enough to make their own choices Um, I hope I'm there to guide them in the choices that they do make and uh, you know I hope to continue to do that Uh, Thanksgiving uh, is a special holiday for me it was uh, my first uh, sober holiday 27 years ago Um, I was working in Columbus and um, didn't have a way to get here, uh, to get back to Minford for Thanksgiving uh, because I had to work the next day. My parents lived in Columbus. Uh, They went to Texas to visit my sister. Um, I woke up that morning and, uh, you know, I was all alone. And uh, I did what I was told to do. I uh, woke up and, and uh, made it to a 12-step recovery meeting. After that, I visited some patients uh, um, at uh, uh, Talbot Hall, where I went to treatment at. And uh, I spent the whole day doing things like that, and I was walking home feeling pretty proud of myself for what I had accomplished because, uh, you know, I was clean and sober that whole day. I was really worried about that day. But another light bulb moment happened, and it was like, you really didn't do none of this stuff. What you've been doing is you've been praying to God, and you've been letting him have all these difficulties of the day. So I was just uh, a mere pawn in the plan. I think, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it was it was that I discovered that day that uh, that uh, God can be a powerful instrument in my life, and uh, I'm sure that He's a powerful instrument in y'all's life too. Um, my mother-in-law passed. Uh, since I've been in this uh, in this church. And uh, Steve called up, said he wouldn't be able to make it over to the funeral home because uh, he had uh, um, an appointment in Columbus, I think a doctor's appointment. And I, I, you know, we're having the visiting hours or whatever, and I look out the window, and here comes Steve bopping across the parking lot. I'm like, thought she wasn't coming. And, oh, we got done early, you know, and, and that's the kind of, you know, the kind of love and, and uh, you know, that I've seen out of, out of everybody here. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, I don't have words to describe uh, how grateful I am. I know everybody's good people. Um, the, the book that I also read tells me that uh, every day is a day when we must carry God's vision into all of our activities. And I think this church teaches me a way to do that. It also says we must act the Good Samaritan every day. And uh, I think this church teaches me how to do that. I know I'm not perfect at it, never will be, but, uh, you know, all we can do is get up and give it to God every day, you know. He's the man. Thank you very much.
1: Good morning. Tell you a quick story. When, about five years ago, I was hired at uh, Wellston City School District. Many of you know I'm probably in the school system, and I stood up as the superintendent would do to give a great speech to inspire all the teachers and staff. So I go through all my administrative team, point out a few teachers, and I uh, was feeling really good about myself, starting to this inspiring speech. And one of the ladies on my administrative team is over here going, and I finally just stopped. I mean, there's probably six, seven hundred people in the room, and I said, yes, and she said, are you going to tell them who you are? You left that part out. So, my name's Eric Meredith, I didn't want to leave that part out, I've been attending here for a couple of years, and when Steve uh, asked me last week, or, well, it's been longer than that now, to do this, I kind of thought, well, I'll give it my best shot. I was a fill-in for Jason Foster, I don't know if he's here today, I wanted to point that out. <laughs> Jason, you here today? He's here. Jason's a good buddy of mine. You know, there's a lot of things to be thankful for. Uh, I know that uh, David, Pete, and PJ recognize many aspects of our lives that we need to be thankful for. We could give a long list of things to be thankful for and be here all day, and that would be good. But I kind of narrowed mine down to a few things. And the first thing I I, I know we're all thankful for is God. It's amazing when you sit up here and you think about what God did for us. You know, he had one son, and he allowed that son to die a painful death on the cross for each and every one of us in here this morning in this whole world. How many of us could say we could do that? It'd be tough. And God did that for us because when we die, God wants us with him. He doesn't want us to be stranded here, He doesn't want us to be in the alternative area. He wants us to be with him in heaven. So I'm thankful that God shows his love to me each day and that he's caring. And he forgives me, and he gives me a second chance. And that's why I love God so much, and I'm thankful for him. Um, got a little PowerPoint presentation. I kind of did it a little bit different. I, wasn't, I don't know if I've been here during a Thanksgiving. Like I said, I've been here a couple years. I did realize last year that I was out of town in Tennessee. Put up a picture of my mom and dad. Just last week, we celebrated my mom and dad's 50th anniversary. Uh, My parents have been so much of an influence in my life. I'm so thankful for my parents. I'm so lucky. And I know a lot of people can't say that. But they taught us boys' work ethic. There's two other, I have two brothers, a twin brother, and how to be a good contributor to our society. My mom always encouraged us to go to church. Uh, My dad didn't go to church. He grew up in a church, but he kind of fell away like so many people do. But my mom always encouraged us to go to church. matter of fact, uh, many Sunday mornings she would... uh, Maybe bring the belt in or a uh, fly swat and say, you need to get out of bed, we have to go to church. And I guess that uh, I always remember that because it, it was so important to my mom that we took the time and we attended church. Um, her diligence uh, left a lasting impression on me, and I know that I, for many years I didn't attend church. I kind of put it on the back burner. But it stayed with me for a long time until I met my wife, Shauna. And she encouraged me to start going to church, and uh, I've been going ever since. I'll tell some more about that in a little bit. My dad was always, I'm always thankful for my dad. He was always a coach. He always took care of us boys. He was there for us all the time. He never left us. If we needed to do something, my dad was there. And he taught us responsibility and that we needed to help others. He worked on the farm, so he always taught the boys. He said, if you want to do something fun, you're going to have to put a little work in. And I always appreciate and am thankful for my dad that he taught us how to work. I know a few years ago that Steve did a lesson on Mother's Day. And for many years, I had alienated my parents. I kind of, you get married, your life gets busy, you move on. He gave that lesson, and I, I remember standing up and just exiting pretty quickly, thinking, boy, I've been terrible, son. I've not done the things I need to do with my parents. I don't go visit my parents, and they live five miles away from me. I visit on Christmas and Thanksgiving, and then I'm ready to roll out the door and go do something else as soon as dinner's over with. And I tell you, I felt ashamed. But I made a statement to myself that day, and I may have mentioned it to my wife. I said, that's not going to happen anymore. So I know I went home. I called my mom, told my mom I loved her, and happy Mother's Day, which I probably hadn't done in 20 years. And then every time I get a chance, I go to the farm to spend time with my dad. I spend time with my mom. And when I leave their house, I don't miss the opportunity to tell them how much I love them. Because I'm thankful for them. I give my mom a kiss almost every time. Because I don't know what's going to happen. Dad, not so much. A hug. (laughs) He's never been a hugger and kisser. But he loves me, and I love him very much. I'm going to tell you today, if you don't have that relationship with your parents... You need to take the time today after this church service is over, and you need to thank them for all the things they've done in your life. Because I'll tell you, they, uh, they mold us into who we are. And I know sometimes we don't have good examples as parents, but I've been fortunate, and I'm thankful for my parents. The next thing is I'm embarrassing my wife here. They didn't know anything about what I was going to put up here. I want to thank and praise the Lord for my wife. August 1st, 1992, I married my wife, Shauna. This is one of the best days of my life. She's been a major influence, and she's made me be a better person. I know that. I knew I needed her the day we met in fourth grade. She will not remember this story, or she denies it. But in fourth grade, me and my best buddy were playing in the classroom because we couldn't go out for recess. Here comes Shauna bebopping over there, and we're playing with these uh, metal airplanes at the time that we had when we were kids, and we were playing near the cubby area. Many of you teachers know what the cubbies look like. They have a little hook on the inside for your coats and stuff. So she came in right when we were doing a landing, and she could not get in the way. So I kind of easily pushed her. Um, I think she put more into it than really what I did. Pushed her into the cubby, and she hit her head. Uh, No blood, no concussion, but yet the teacher grabbed me by the arm, took me out in the hall. I didn't even have a chance to even make a noise and got three licks right there in the hallway for for hurting Shauna. And I told the teacher it was her fault, but I knew right that day that I was going to marry her. Because uh, uh, I'd already went through the pain and agony, so might as well keep it going. <laughs> so she led to my first paddling, but then she moved away, and my heart was broken. Her dad had a really good job, and he had to move from state to state at the time, and he worked for, for Martin Marietta, Lockheed Martin, and all the different names it's had. And then she moved back her junior year, I believe, and uh, she had a boyfriend, and I had a girlfriend at the time. But the hard part was getting her to recognize that I really liked her now. I was ready to move on from all my other relationships, and I wanted to catch up with her, because I really did like her. There was something that I could recognize in Shauna that no other girl had. Then we finally started dating in 1988, and she led me back to the Lord and her family and Shauna. My brother was in a terrible wreck, and I'm blessed today that he's able to do the things he is, but I live with him. She took me to church every Sunday and just uh, encouraged me that God was going to take care of us, and he did. And a lot of people wouldn't have done that. We'd only been dating a short amount of time. That happened December of uh, 1988. It was a tough time. But that's why I thank and praise the Lord for my wife because she's such a good Christian example. She's a special person. She never talks about people. And uh, she, would hurt, she would help anybody that needed help, and she does all the time with her job and outside her job. I'm so proud of her now. She's finishing up her degree. Um, she helps around the house as much as she can we're working 60, 70 hours a week. And uh, I'm just really thankful to the Lord that I was lucky enough to marry my best friend. Even though she doesn't like to hunt and fish, we get past that. But <laughs> I do thank the Lord, that, and I love her very much i um, like to thank the Lord for my children. I'm so proud of Logan and Kennedy. Uh, Logan attends UK, and Kennedy goes to Piketon High School. Both are working hard and trying to make something of themselves. Both of them attend church, and they're Christians. God has watched over them their short years. I still remember the day that uh, Logan was just a baby, and we're new parents. And he had to have a surgery. And the doctor, we was in Columbus, and... Uh, We were sitting there in the office, and they bring. we're in there with Logan, and he's real little. And he uh, gets this uh, mouthpiece because they had to sedate him, and he's chewing on it and playing with it. It smells like bananas, and the lady's coming in, the nurse, and saying, Well, it smells like sleepy juice. You know, uh, it's sleepy juice. He's going to be okay. He's just going to smell on this for a little while, and then we'll put him under. And, you know, everything was good until they took him out of that room for a surgery, you know, him being little. And it just... Scared me to death, even though we knew it was going to be okay. God was going to take care of him. It still scares you when your kids go through those things. Kennedy was in the hospital when she was little one time. She was really sick. I think it was the flu. We don't really know. But whenever you see your kids in that way, it just makes you realize how much you need to appreciate them. They're older now, but I thank the Lord each day for my kids. And I know I don't tell them that enough, but God has truly protected and watched over my children, and I'm thankful for him for that. I want to thank the Lord and praise the Lord for my church family here. I know that I've only been going here the past few years. Uh, I've been uh, through several churches of Christ. Unfortunately for me, it has distracted from my relationship with God because of the drama and the things that go on. However, here at Medford, I see a strong leadership here and a membership that truly cares about God and each other. And I know that's been mentioned, I think, by all three gentlemen. Granted, I don't know many of you, but I see a lot of love and compassion for one another. This is not a fake church, it's genuine, and I'm blessed and fortunate to be a part of the Men Church of Christ. I love listening to the speakers, Steve, Jamie, yeah, Jamie's a pretty good jokester, I've known Jamie for a long time, and all the other men that pour their heart out each day to help this church grow. I just really appreciate the leadership here and everybody that attends, and also, All the outside activities. I know this church does a lot of things for this community, and I'm thankful for that, that God is really edified through all you guys do in the community. The next thing is, I want to thank the Lord for many of the activities I get to do because I'm fortunate to have a good job. I know that jobs are hard to come by, and I thank and praise the Lord each day that I have a good job. Um, i worked hard, I went to college, and I've done all the things I need to do, but I know that. Because of God, I'm where I'm at today. It just didn't show up and happen. It's because of him. Um, I love to be outdoors, and my job allows me that, you know, I can leave after work and go out and do the things I love to do. I love to bass, fish, deer hunt, mushroom hunt, ginseng hunt, all the things that you like to do outdoors. I'm not good at all of them, but it does give me a time for reflection and to try and reduce some stress. I know at times my hobbies do conflict with God, because I become selfish with my time. But however, these hobbies and things are good, if done correctly. And I know that I'm thankful that I have that opportunity. I do a lot of these things with my friends. And it's enjoyable when you go out and you have time with your friends and you're able to do the things you enjoy to do. So I'm thankful for that. Just a couple scriptures here, and I'll finish up, is that I try and remember that makes me uh, appreciate God more and, Uh, James 1.17, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Everything we have, we need to be thankful for because it comes from God. It's not us. It's God giving it to us and giving us the opportunity to use that. And then Psalm 118.24, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Every day. Which was mentioned that you get up and have this opportunity to speak in front of the church or wherever you're at in your life is a good day. The last thing I want to mention to you is I'm thankful that I'm here today. Uh, yesterday, I, like I mentioned, I like to do things outside. Deer hunting can be a dangerous sport uh, or activity, whatever you want to call it. I was in a tree stand about 30 feet up yesterday, and the bottom fell out of my bottom part of my tree stand. I did have it tied off, but the length of it was a little bit too long. I'm about, used to be six foot. I get shorter every year. I think I'm about 5'10 now. And the string was just about uh, a little bit longer than what it should have. And I landed really hard. and My neck went back and hit the stand. The reason I tell you this is because we don't know what's going to happen when we walk out the church door or anything else. We need to be thankful for every day that we have. We need to be thankful that we're able to attend church, that we're able to, uh, fellowship with one another. We're able to drive to the church. We're able to drive to our job, whatever it may be. Don't take anything for granted today. Be thankful for what you have and be thankful that we have a loving God that loves us so much that he gave us our only son.